What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, I'd like for you to lean over and give that person a crisp high five. But if you're not in that person's general vicinity, and... um. Go ahead and pick up your favorite social media app of choice, whether it be Threads, uh, Blue Sky, or uh, Spill, or whatever newfangled thing they got out here because Twitter is dying a slow death. Uh, Send that person a well-crafted DM or message telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rambles with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at three r show instagram at the three r show and you can actually see as well as hear interviews that i've done on youtube by searching three r show so uh the week almost got all the way around on me man today is friday i've uh started doing my things on thursday because as it it works more in alignment with my schedule but i've actually had some days off from work work and uh, yesterday uh, got away from me and I forgot all about doing a uh, simple recording and everything. And But uh, here I am right before I jet back out to go to work again. I wanted to hit y'all with a couple of words and updates and everything. Um, as always, don't forget to sponsor Hooks, Rubs and Spices. Go to hooksrub.com and you get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. Follow them on Instagram and wherever uh, Hooks Rubs resides because they're posting some good food recipes and content, especially their TikTok and everything. Um, also, partnership has been extended with RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk for Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and you can get 20% off your order and free shipping if you use promo code RBRSHAVE. So go to hooksrub.com, get 15% off promo code Random, manscaped, twenty percent off free shaving. Uh, free shaving, yes, you get free shaving, <laughs> free shipping, and promo code RBR shave. Matter of fact, if you're into some wrestling talk and everything, hit us up on RBR Wrestling on all the social media platforms. Majority of them, anyway. And you can listen to us live Wednesday nights after AEW Dynamite on Twitch.tv slash rbr wrestling anyway yeah so it's, it's i've been uh resting up a little bit but in my off time i've uh, actually made more progress in the closet i am uh lumber free from being dropped on my feet or any other appendage of myself M- matter of fact uh the other day i was uh cutting up some uh wood and everything for the closet and a little piece of a uh, board did slip and it did hit me in the foot, but luckily I have my steel toes on now. So I'm, I'm good to go. I mean, it wasn't like as bad as, you know, originally when I dropped the board on my foot and my toenail is still discolored and everything. So like I'm losing the moniker of the man with pretty feet, as my wife used to say, because now my toenail look all crazy and shit or whatever. It's not coming off or anything like that. It's just um, it's still kind of bruised. A little bit the big toe and the nail is just still discolored 
and whatnot because it's trying to heal itself. And I hope it's uh, back to normal and everything because I, uh, I don't like my feet, my toe looking like that, you know. Then I'm about to head out on a couple of trips here soon. I want to have my feet out and I want no people just staring at my toe asking all kinds of weird questions or just internally thinking about what the fuck up with his goddamn foot. I don't like that shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, I also was able to go out to the movies and everything. I went to see uh, the final, I hope, submission into the Insidious uh, series, The Red Door. Um, they finally closed that shit. Spoilers. And um, all the kids from that uh, series of movies have grown up. They're adults now, more or less. And that was kind of like the through line of the movie and everything. Dalton is a handsome man. Uh, his younger brother looks weird in comparison. Uh, the the baby that was getting terrorized throughout the series is uh, a little munchkin now. Little cute little girl and whatnot. And um, I, I guess I am giving somewhat of a spoilers and not getting into the movie. I mean, because you know what these are if you've seen them all up until this point by now. Um, but from the last movie into this movie, uh, Dalton and the dad, and I just seen the movie, I forget his fucking name, uh, got his memory. They got their memory wiped from the traumatic incidents that have happened in the past couple of movies involving their family. Because, you know, it branched off into uh, the the lady and everything, the psychic medium that got murdered and shit. And, you know, the little myth spookbusters, ghost hunter guys and shit, you know, so... Um, but with the true story proper, um, they got their memory wiped and everything to get rid of those traumatic memories and to keep them from astro projecting. So um, here, those things have consequences. So now that everyone else in the family has been trying to keep the secret or, you know, just kind of reacting in some type of way to the fallout of them doing this thing, because you know, it has affected them adversely, uh, especially Dalton and dad, because, you know, it's taking physical and mental effects on them because they can't recall things from certain times. It's leaving them in the, kind of like a daisy, lethargic state. You know, it also cost them their marriage. They wind up getting divorced and everything. And it's kind of shown right off the bat when the movie starts, which mom died, too. His, his mama died. That's sad. So so sad about that. Yeah, I mean the, the the movie opens with her funeral and everything, and you can see some of the um, the work that was done because of the memory wipe or whatever. The old guy, Elise's uh friend, the guy that had the dice and shit, he was at the funeral, and uh, he didn't recognize who he was because of the memory wipe thing, or the hypnotism that they done, and then uh, later on, you know. Uh, those memories and that uh, seal that they put on the mind starts to crack when Dalton goes off to college and everything. And um, some of those things are reawakened. He gets his mojo back as far as astro projecting and just the, you know, a whole bunch of things unfold. It's, a, it's not the best movie, but it, it provided some type of closure for these characters in a way or whatever, because, you know, it's a time jump. Those kids were little last time we seen them. Now they're freaking adults going to college and shit and all kinds of stuff. And um, there's no through as far as like how the marriage deteriorated. You just know right off the bat that it's done and everything. So, yeah, 
typical insidious movie, you know, of this franchise and everything. A lot of jump scares, callbacks, and all kinds of cool things. Somewhat of the time travel that they do within the series when they go into the further and whatnot. And you get, um, since this is a, is a closure movie, I don't think they're going to be making a mo from the Insidious franchise. Um, you got a little uh, piece at the end. Elise shows up at the end and whatnot. So it's pretty cool. Wasn't the best of the series, but the, you know that thing was kind of up up and down anyway as far as the story was going. But I still enjoy these movies. If you follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, I think I'm under 3R show or the 3R show. I got a review on it or whatever. And as far as my movie rating things on Letterboxd or whatever, majority of the things are going to have three stars. That's like my middle ground. Like my if if a movie is just okay, it's going to get three stars. You know, rarely you'll see four stars or three and a half stars or five stars or whatever you know five stars are the ones that i really like or whatever those are probably in my fave four and you know so yeah so if you see a lot of three stars that's what it is the movie's just okay to me you know i i don't have a really deep uh judging of uh movies or whatever i mean i'm just amazed that people can do these things you know they get behind the camera they get down they write the script and everything the actors go out there and they just make pretend and kind of make you believe for better or worse and everything. And I'm just amazed by that. So, I mean, they get kudo baseline is three stars. Unless the movie is trash, then, you know, then it is what it is. I matter of fact, I just did a two star rating, uh, the other day. What movie was it? Um, I watched, um, where is it? Catwoman for the first time. (laughs) 2004's Catwoman I never seen it before that was the only reason I watched it you know I've seen just about all the DC movies that I can recall everything I mean going back to freaking Christopher Reeve Superman's and everything moving forward you know so I've seen that I think the only one that I need to revisit to either rejog my memory or I don't even recall that I've seen it is Man of Steel or no, no, not Man of Steel. Uh, Superman Returns. I don't think I've seen that one. So now I got to journey down that rabbit hole and everything. But that Holly Berry movie, other than Holly Berry looking nice and the cat puns and the cat puns sucked. I don't mean other than, but Holly Berry looked great. Cat puns sucked. Uh, shout outs to the little man stunt person that did all Holly Berry stuff. The CG was all right in spurts. But it was just weird. Um, I'm waiting for the Holly Berry multiversal crossover is what I want. I want her cameo in uh, some of these newer movies and everything. So that's what I'm waiting on from Holly Berry. I mean, we got goddamn Nicolas Cage in that, uh, I guess, that not-to-be audition that he did for Superman and shit. We got that image in the Flash movie. So why can't we get Halle Berry in the motherfucking DC multiverse or whatever. Just give me a little taste. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, continuing on with the retro video game freaking journey. I'm kicking myself in the fucking ass because I mean, I I used to have all this stuff. 
And like the way I am, I like to move forward. I like to, I don't like to dwell in the past too much. But since young child has uh, an interest in all these retro handhelds and consoles and all this stuff, it's been bringing me back. It's been drawing me back in or whatever. And, you know, I've been sucked back into the trap. So my thing lately has been trying to get a PlayStation 3. I'm talking about um, one of the original models, the um, the first backwards compatible ones, because those play PlayStation 3 games, PlayStation 2 games, and PlayStation 1 games. And I want all of that because I have now PlayStation 3, 2, and 1 games or whatever. I had a PlayStation 2. I have a PlayStation 2 or whatever, but I wanted to play some uh, PlayStation 3 titles, you know, and I didn't want to go try to do all the emulation process and everything and all this other bullshit. And I thought the PlayStation, this particular PlayStation 3 would be the catch-all because I can play 3, 2, and 1. So I got one for um, cheap. Uh, It was a PlayStation Slim, but you can only play... um, PlayStation 2 games and one games through a software emulation and all kinds of stuff. So you got to hack it and do all kinds of shit to it or whatever. And I don't want that. You know, I'm kind of the under the way of if I have disc, I want to play those disc to where now current gen, you can't get me to buy a disc. You know, I will not buy a disc on the current gen console. So freaking PlayStation 5, goddamn the new Xbox freaking nintendo switch none of that stuff i have uh i have zero to you know slim physical games because i i just don't choose to get down like that you know whatever because like my gripe was and i've said it on past podcasts or just even guesting on other podcasts and shit there's audio footage and record of it to where like I was just too lazy to get up to change the game out when I wanted to play something different. And I like the ease and convenience of digital because I can just exit out the game, go to the next thing and just, you know, not have to leave my chair. But now that I got these old school consoles or whatever, I mean, I don't want digital stuff. And plus, plus the reason behind disc stuff or just physicals for these old retro stuff. A lot of this old stuff that I want, these niche things, games and shit they don't have digital representation on the new marketplaces and anything like that. PlayStation three is still supported by the marketplace or whatever, but you can't get some of these games still digitally. So I have to get the physical copies and everything. And if I have the physical disc, I want to be able to play the physical disc. So that's why I was hunting for that certain PS three, but like with the software emulation, like I was saying, you can, uh, the console itself won't read the disc, but with the emulation, in the software hacking, you could put the disc in there. It'll recognize it. It'll rip a copy of the game to the console, and then you could play it that way. So it's kind of like a digital copy, but I don't want to have to go through all that, really. I just kind of want to pop the disc in and ride with the game. So uh, that being said, I'm still probably going to do some form of console uh, manipulation as far as the software goes. Because there are some, or there are some uh, tweaks that you can do for better system performance. So I'm all about that, you know, HDMI upgrades and uh, you know resolution tweaks or whatever. I'm down with that 
But as far as, you know, the game manipulation and all kinds of stuff like that, I, I probably won't so much do. I mean, I got a Vita and a PSP, and that is prime for that. Like, I like that shit. Like, I, I software hack those, and I'm able to download whatever game I want to play on a whim or whatever. I don't need physicals for those because those are very hard to come by. Well, not very. It's just like I don't really care to look for those or whatever and then you know the way i play those handhelds is just kind of on the whim so it's just it makes no sense for me to be walking around with a whole bunch of physicals for the handhelds and shit but um i'm just reliving nostalgia and like i said i'm just kicking myself in the ass because i used to have all this shit but since when the new things come out i historically all the way back until when i even had the first nintendo uh, when the Super Nintendo came out, I sold my Nintendo and all the games to get the Super Nintendo. And that's just kind of been the thing moving forward, you know. So and, and you know what what kind of I think put that in my brain to do all the time or whatever, because when I was a kid, when I was small, when I had that Nintendo, it was another kid and his brother or whatever, you know, it, I, I sold it to him. Because they couldn't get a Super Nintendo. So it felt good to help them out to get at least something. Because they didn't have a gaming system. So my mom did it for me. She you know, she was like, hey, whatever. And she was able to sell it to them. And they could have, kids can have games. So like that kind of, I guess that stuck with me for whatever. I mean, this is some therapy session. You know, some epiphany that I'm just having right now. But. I always felt, you know, that's kind of in a way what I appreciated about places like GameStop and EB Games and Babbage's and all those places like that. It gives a second life to these uh, games and consoles or whatever because, like, I'm seeing it now with even, you know, young child, my child now, like her just uh, picking up these things for the first time and seeing them and, like, she's hella knowledgeable about this shit. We watching movies and shit now. And like, uh, if a movie references a year, automatically she spouts off what year, whatever handheld console comes out that year. Like, I forgot what we was watching, and somebody was talking about 1989, and she's like, "That's when the first Game Boy came out." And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I could be inaccurate or whatever, but that's just an example. But like, she is all about the shit or whatever. So in her handheld collection, she has just about every Game Boy. Except the uh, uh, Game Boy Light and the Game Boy Micro out of the Game Boy line of handhelds. Uh, she doesn't have all the DSs yet, but she's working on it. She just got a 3DS not too long ago for Comic Palooza when we went to the convention. So she's missing like a 2DS and a couple of other handhelds and everything like that. So, yeah. So. Her- her nostalgia bug has gotten, you know, transferred to me and it's bitten me and everything. So I've got, and as far as like the PlayStation 3 games that I got, it was just shit that I could remember that was unique to me and games that frustrated me that I never finished or just frustrated me in general or never played. So the, of the among the PlayStation 3 titles I got, I've got Wanted, Weapons of Fate, which is like, a video game successor to the Wanted movie with Angelina Jolie. I also got the John Woo video game Stranglehold with Chow Young Fat. 
I also have Def Jam Icon, which is the prettiest of all the Def Jam fighting games, but it is the worst as far as fighting games. I don't know why I got it. I just wanted it or whatever. I have Fight for New York on uh, the original Xbox, and I need to get Vendetta since now I got the PS3 coming in. I'm probably get that, so I'll have the whole suit of uh, Def Jam games. I have 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. The only reason I got this game is because me and uh, my co-host from RBR, Noah, had a conversation about PlayStation 3 games and it came up. So I had to play it. There is another 50 Cent uh, video game. I don't think it was uh, highly acclaimed as uh, Blood on the Sand was. So I am going to dive into that whenever I can get a working PS3 because I'll tell you about that in a second. I also got the Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark Athena, which is a sequel to Escape from Butcher Bay, which originally came out on the PC. It was a computer game. And whenever they made this sequel on the PS3 and other consoles or whatever, they included as a bonus Escape from Butcher Bay. So this is two games in one here. Never got to play it. I can remember the hype around it when it first came out because it was a fucking Vin Diesel had hands on this game. Also, I have The Born Conspiracy, a game that I can remember playing that frustrated the shit out of me or whatever, and I want to relive those frustrations. <laughs> Heavenly Sword. Never really got to play much of that. And since I never was a really a, a Metal Gear Solid guy, I wanted to kind of go back through the franchise and everything. So I got the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection for PlayStation 3, which includes Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, Solid Snake, uh, Metal Gear Solid for the Nintendo, and then I got Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Snake Eater for Metal Gear 3, Metal Gear 4, a whole bunch of shit on here or whatever, which is kind of sad because they had this thing here and now they're re-releasing it for a new gen and they're doing it in volume. So you're not going to get the whole complete set like this. You're going to get it volumized and it's not even an HD update or remaster. It's just these same shits being re-released on new gen from what I understand. And people are pissed about that. I am pissed about that. But I have this right here. So this is fine for me. Never really got into Metal Gear. I can recall watching my homeboy playing um, Metal Gear, but I never really got into it. I played, what, Phantom Pain, the latest one or whatever, and I, it got a little repetitive for me, and I just kind of stopped playing it, never beat it or anything like that. But maybe I'll come back around after I go through some of these old ones and whatever. But that's it as far as the PlayStation three games um i did get grand theft auto san andreas i think is the original copy or release for playstation 2 which had the hot coffee joint in there for those of you who don't know what that is it's like they had an actual sex mini game in that original release of grand theft auto san andreas so uh I think I got a copy that allows me to do that because the later editions that they released, they damn, um, they took that out. Uh, PlayStation 1-wise, I have SmackDown 2, Know Your Role, 
and NWO, WCW NWO Thunder, which uh, games are kind of crappy, but I got them for 10 bucks for the both of them. And I, at the time when I was uh, searching for the PS3 that was fully backwards compatible, I just wanted to get some PlayStation 1 games that was uh, so I can test it more or less. So check it out. I got the Super Slim. And like I, I told you my gripes about it. You know, you can only do disc games through software emulation, yada, yada, yada. Didn't necessarily want that. So searched around, searched around, found another PS3. Fully backwards compatible, 60 gig. You know if it's fully backwards compatible, if it has four USB ports on the front, it is a 20 gig or a 60 gig hard drive. That's the key indicators that it has the PlayStation 2 software and hardware inside of it and you can play disc games. So I found one, four ports, 60 gigs, but it was a Japanese console. So I asked the seller, 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 um, hey, can these play PlayStation 2 games? So they did not lie to me. They just wasn't specific in their wording and whatnot. So I paid money to get this thing shipped to me from Japan. It's in pristine condition. It is nice. It is clean. It works. It is updated to the latest software. So this is a good buy. But a PlayStation 3 from Japan can play all region except for PAL. Uh, that's Europe games on this console. It can play all PlayStation 3 games. But when it comes to PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 games, it is region locked. You can only play Japanese games from that region on PlayStation Japanese version. <laughs> so it was kind of a wash. And like I said, I could still do the software emulation. And, uh, you know, so it can be able to read my American disc for PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 games. But like I said, I don't want that. I want to be able to pop the goddamn disc in and play the goddamn game. So now I got a Japanese PlayStation 3 here. I mean, it works. It's like I said, pristine condition. Still got the box and everything. Trying to sell that thing and make some recoup some money back. I talked to some of the resellers here. You know, places that I normally are frequent to get used games and accessories and stuff. They're not looking to buy Japanese PlayStation 3s. So I got it up on eBay right now trying to recoup that money. Because I talked to the, the person that I got it from. And there's like, well, you can ship it back and I can refund you partially uh, for the purchase. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like too much work. I only want to mail it once and probably recoup more money than what I paid for it. So got back on the hunt again. Hit up a guy in Canada. Now I know for a fact, since it's Canada, Canada is in my region. It will read American disc. It'll play american games and yada 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 won't have any problems so looking through the stuff talking to the guy it works and everything pictures show that he got the console booted up and everything or whatnot so i get it it even gets here earlier ships faster than expected i'm excited i'm hype i got my 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 gaming system area prepped and set up ready to plug this thing in test it out and whatnot as soon as i plug it in power it on Beep, 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 beep. Yellow light of death. That's a 
if you if you're familiar with the Xbox 360, they had the red ring of death. The PlayStation 3 has the yellow light of death. So now I paid this money. I got this thing. Got it here quicker than expected. All excited, prepped and primed, ready to go. And this motherfucker don't work. Hit up the seller. He's like, that's impossible. I I tested it before it left here, yada, yada, yada. So I had to show him video evidence, show him that it was no chicanery and shenanigans and whatnot, you know, that I opened it up, I plugged it in, it does not work. So now I got to box this bitch back up, send it back to Canada, which anybody who's dealing with the postal service and sending shit to Canada or anybody from Canada that has to send shit to the States, goddamn postage is fucking expensive. I paid $89 to send this box back with this damn PlayStation in it or whatever. But anyway, that's going to get resolved. It's been sent back so I can get my refund for that. So now, <laughs> once again, I'm on the hunt for another PlayStation 3. Find one. And once that one get here, hopefully it does what the fuck it's supposed to do. So I have been through one, two, three, four playstation threes the well, the one coming in would be the fourth one that i've had hands on and everything so let's see how that goes when it gets here also on top of that in the in-between i got a nintendo 64 because <laughs> um aew fight forever came out I, I talked about it a little bit last week and um did make me nostalgic for those old Nintendo 64 games and I always wanted to go back and revisit the Nintendo 64 anyway so I came across one because I don't want any other games more or less for the Nintendo 64 other than the wrestling games so now I am on a quest to get all the wrestling games that came out for the Nintendo 64 Japanese games included, which there is a um, the, the Nintendo 64 is a uh, region locked. So you can't play Japanese games on an American console and you can't play American games on the Japanese console. But there is a work away or work or work around for that to where. You pop the top off the console and there is a cartridge, the cartridge slot where the cartridge uh, fits into the board. You just take the plastic piece off and you can either buy a replacement or you can just modify the the original plastic piece. And they literally put a region lock on the console like it is a physical thing. Like if you buy aftermarket tires and you get wheel locks, that's what this is essentially for the Nintendo 64. So you can either replace it with um, an aftermarket little piece that'll allow you to play different region games except for uh Europe games pal and um that's it or you can just break the little tabs off on the original piece and it'll work fine so now i am on a quest to acquire all the wrestling games for Nintendo 64 and everything so currently what i have cuz this uh N64 that I got it uh comes with six games wrestling games so 
I will have. Uh oh, what the hell did I just type up? I'm trying to pull up eBay. All right, so in my possession. Where is it? All right, here we go. Once it comes in the mail, I will have. What the hell? Show me my things. Show me my things. I hate when it does this. It won't show me my stuff. But anyway, I have pretty much more or less the the shitty games. <laughs> I have um, WCW versus NWO World Tour, WCW versus NWO Revenge, which Revenge is probably like the catalyst for making the, you know, WrestleMania 2000 and uh, goddamn No Mercy. So I have World Tour. I have Revenge. Uh, WCW Nitro. Mayhem. Uh, Raw. And uh, Attitude. So those are the six games that I got coming with the console. So I need to get WrestleMania 2000 and uh, No Mercy. There's uh, three Japanese games. There's a uh, Virtual Wrestling Pro one and two, and there's another game that escapes me right now. So I need to get five more wrestling games, and I believe that would complete the wrestling uh, games for that console. Oh, no, I lied. So there's also ECW Hardcore Revolution and uh, WCW Backstage Assault. So those games or whatever. So that's like seven games. I need to get to complete the set. I kind of want to just almost as a display piece and everything because I want all the cartridges. I'm going to try to make a, a mounting case bracket thing for it. And I want to mount it up with the console and everything. I'm going to play that motherfucker too because it comes with an HDMI uh, converter and everything. So I can hook it on my newfangled TV and possibly stream it whenever I, I decide to get on Twitch and do things or whatever like I did with AEW Fight forever i also got for playstation one because it was dirt cheap uh wcw versus the world for playstation one i know it wasn't a good game but a lot of these shits wasn't good i'm also looking to get um here comes the pain for playstation 2 so i'm just on the lookout for all the wrestling nostalgia i also got uh spider-man for the playstation one and I think, I mean, that's really all that I can think of right now that I want as far as uh, the games of these retro consoles that I got. So once I get the PlayStation 3 in, once I get it in working and shit, or verify that it's working. I bought insurance on this motherfucker this time. So <clears throat> with the insurance, if this bitch is broken, I can probably get it refabbed or reserviced or fixed or whatever. At the very least, um... I might be able to keep the console and get my money back. So I'll see how that works. If it comes down to that, I, I, I hope it doesn't. Because if I can keep the console and it's broke, I can probably try to fix it and then I get my money back. So, I mean, that's a win-win for me. I didn't think about that for the last one because I thought it was going to fucking work. But, hey, now I know moving forward. But, yeah. So I got all the things nostalgic going on but 
yeah, just wanted to hit y'all up. Uh, you know, got to do it every week and everything. And I just want y'all to know that I appreciate you. Those of you still hanging and listening. And um, if you could, come on over to RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. That's why I am primarily. That's why I'm spending most of my time podcast-wise at every Wednesday night after AEW Dynamite on twitch.tv slash RBR Wrestling. Join the Fatal Four as we talk about the world of professional wrestling and other shenanigans and everything. So, yeah. That's all I got. I appreciate you for listening, and I'll see you next time.